20, two brave heroes face a strange new world, teeming with undiscovered hotties. These are the new adventures of Jamie and Ashley. This is Hot Minute Season 3. That says it all. I mean, thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks to uh, Mike Shepard for that amazing new season three yeah. theme song. I'm going to just use that for my days. Yeah. I'm going to wake up. It, that felt so important it to felt, me. It felt good. I, I can, felt good about I it. I can see myself on tape in the BBC series yes. that is this podcast I now can, in the jumpsuits. Like. I, I saw myself on a horse <gasps> in a Majestic. glen. Oh. Yeah. This is Hot Minute. Hi. I'm Jamie. I'm Ashley. And uh, this is a podcast where we talk about who's hot and why, and sometimes we get off topic. But that's okay. It's fun. It's fun. We have fun. We're friends. Oh, man. Today, we're going to talk about who's hot. Uh, We're going to talk about hiatus hotties. We we took about it, what, a year? How long was this? You know, there were some months there. Yeah, there were some months. We lived some life. Seasons. Saw some things. Stroked some strokes. Been there. Done that. Rubbed some nubs. We saw- Took some notes. Some babies. We saw some human babies. (laughs) Yeah. Hot babies. This show is brought to you by We Own This Town. You get to be a part of this show. You can always text 240-T-A-D-H-O-T-T, 240-TAD-HOT, and put a name in the bag of hotties. Uh, At the end of this show, we will pull some names out, and we will just tell you if they're hot or not. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hot Minute, H-O-T-T Minute. And uh, I have a question. Yeah, Jamie. It's on the tip of my tongue. What is it? Ashley. Yeah. I, I fucking, I get it now. Who you crushing on? Jamie, I'm so glad you asked me oh. that. It's been a long time since we've talked yeah. about crushes. There, yeah. there was a lot of, you know, a lot of videos that I watched. <laughs> lots of, lots Viral of thoughts content. that I had, you mm. know, bears that I've seen or mm. thought about. I did see a bear over Christmas holiday, what? actually, in Gatlinburg, climbing oh up the mountain, right by our cabin. It was, was he like, sexy? It was a baby bear, so no. Oh. But talk to me about that bear in 10 years. But who am I crushing on other than just nature generally? Yeah. Obviously the answer is young Harvey Firestein. Well, of course. Obviously. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do have a list of names. Young Harvey Firestein is on there. No, Please I, elaborate. You know so how sometimes you just go down the spiral of like what's going on? Well, yeah. I suppose for me it all started with cats. I was reading, oh. I was reading about cats which led me to read about T.S. Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, T.S. Lewis, T.S. Eliot. I was just like, sure. Uh, and, Is that a Christian his, thing? Like, anyway, his like widow accepted uh, Tony in the 80s for, because Cats is all based on poems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And his widow accepted the Tony in like 1981, 82, 83 yeah. or whatever. And I was like, well, who else fucking won Tonys in 83? Click, click, of course. click. Harvey Firestein mm. uh, for Torch Song trilogy, okay. uh, which I don't, I've never seen. I did. The, I made a sound like I. <laughs> you're knew you're it. a theater person, though. Yeah, you're way oh. more of a theater person than me. I went to theater. I, I mean, I went to school in Crockett, Texas, so mm-hmm. it was like Crimes of the Heart, Little Women. You know, like it was. Okay. There were no gay men in my theater. Apparently, before Harvey Firestein, there were no gay men in theater, and this is what made him what? somewhat famous. Apparently, I, didn't I know. I started watching all these like interviews with okay. him from the 80s he was apparently the first like openly gay person wow to win like a best i was about to book, say it. best book i don't know what tony's that's are. a strong openly and i 
watched this interview with him. He was interviewed by Barbara Walters, and she was just trying to just figure out this whole, like, homosexual thing. What is it? Yeah, I mean, and is monogamy possible for the homos? <laughs> like, it was insane. It was fucking nuts. And he was like, what a hey. fucking boob. He's like, I'm like a human being. Right. You have in your head ideas that are like from right. media that are preconceived. And she was like, and this is in the early 80s. And she was like, I couldn't have even done a show about gay people five years ago. And he's and he pushes her. He's like, actually, you could have. Mm-hmm. Barbara Walters could have. You Ooh. just have to be like fucking. And he's just like calling her out on her bullshit. And he was cute sexy. as yeah, he was. fuck, too. He like, was. that's the thing. It's like, I had no... He's so, like, avuncular in my head. My yeah. context for him is Mrs. Doubtfire. Right, right, right. he's the uncle, and he's the, yeah. you know, like... And he's, you know, he's 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 got a few pounds on him, and he's hobby he's, he's biasing, yeah, exactly. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cuddly yeah. kind of, like... Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, young... Like, check, check him out when he was 30 years old, and oh, yeah. you would... We would all be on a date right now <laughs> with Harvey, with cool. Harv. Anyway, good That's for yours. him. Yeah, good for him. Mine is way less important. Mine is that over Christmas slash Hanukkah, I watched all the new Bond movies uh-huh. because uh, Brad had never seen them. And they're fine. Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah, that's a song. Sky Falls <laughs> Casino. And then there's the Jack White one that's just like and it's Alicia Key. That song sounds like they <laughs> recorded it separately on different in like different weeks. Yes. And she's just like, Oh yeah, James Bond. Like it was supposed to be the weekend at first, but like he dropped out. It's like, can we get Jack White? He like- wasn't born yet. <laughs> This is like 2004. Yeah. Yeah. So Daniel Craig in those movies. And I remember when he got named Bond and I was like, you know, I grew up with Pierce Brosnan Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the classic horrible. Again, Mrs. Doubtfire. It touches all things. It touches all things. And so I remember like being like a blonde Bond. Could we even? (laughs) And kind of thinking like, you know, this guy looks like a thumb with like a with muscles. His face wasn't pretty. No. He looks like he's he's like the handsomest boxer. And it's like. And? and okay and yeah and you know and then he grows on you over time and you're like yeah he's bond in this new world that's great but i never he never really did it for me the thing that made him hot initially years ago was when rachel vice who's like the hottest person on earth like, yeah was like yeah i fuck i fucks with him yeah and then i was like okay well then me too <laughs> me too rachel vice <laughs> I would like I would do this. Yeah. But cut forward. I've watched all the bonds. I'm doing the accent. Oh boy. I go to the Cinemaplex on Christmas. I see knobs out a romp. I see a, a whodunit romp. A whodunit romp starring Mr. Starring, Craig. Starring Danny. Starring Danny Craig. Doing broad comedy. Doing absurd broad comedy. Is it the best comedic performance of all time? No. Is it the best movie of all time? We know that's a no, because <laughs> Ashley's got thoughts on it. It's fine. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I basically want to watch like a fish called Wanda all the time, so it yes. like did it for me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is on my screen. I forgot she was even in that yes. until you literally just yeah. reminded me. Like basically, it's total pandering to people who are nostalgic for like those movies from the 80s. It's like, do you like Trading Places? You like Fish Called Wanda? You like Daniel oh, Craig doing I a dumb thing? It was more go. like that, though. I mean, right. I know. I know. I know. But whatever. So him just doing broad comedy got me Is this the first time that he's done comedy? To my knowledge, I went on on his IMDb and I couldn't really see. Because, yeah, he'd done Layer Cake and all these Guy Ritchie, like, tough guy (gasps) Yeah, yeah. And I'd always heard a rumor that he wasn't really that smart. (laughs) And I mean. Guy Ritchie? 
No. Oh. <laughs> well, he married Madonna. Um, so I don't know what he, that means. He made those Sherlock Holmeses. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but so Daniel Craig, apparently Ryan Johnson told him, like, go nuts. So, like, certain things are, like, ad-libbed. He sings a Judy Gar- or um, Eliza Minnelli song at one point in the movie, and that was his idea to do because he really he likes Eliza Minnelli. He knows Liza, Liza Minnelli songs? Oh, okay. Is Harv- he a theater Harv- actor? Harvey. Oh, I'm sure Did he come British. up in theater? Yeah, 93. Oh, and Angels in America. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Okay. And so, you know, I was like, there's got to be a certain level of like smarts going on to like perform in this role. Mm-hmm. And so he became a little sexy to me for the first time. He was by far the best part of that movie. Oh, and for sure. he also, it's well, like he did the thing that you know that I love because I've talked about this with other actors. Mm. I l- Last season, I discussed <laughs> Matthew McFadden, yes. who was like the same kind of thing where he's like an English actor, so, British actor. He's either doing a romantic lead or you're like the main guy, but then you do a comedy switch. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and cut ahead and say next episode is all about succession. Oh, we're going to so, do, yeah. So hold put, your, put hold your, your dick in the book. <laughs> put, your big, put your dick in the book and just close it up and save that for next week. Just fold your dick up, <laughs> put a placeholder in there. I had him at the top of my list to talk about because I've got words about Matthew McFadden. We talked about him last season. Yeah. Not my Darcy. Hashtag not my Darcy. <laughs> he is my, he is, he is my, my new guy. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. He's, yeah. he's amazing. And I do want to say that I was there first. I was on the front wave you of were. Matthew McFadden. You were. Is a star. You were on Matthew McFadden stand culture. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I invented it. <laughs> it's like K-pop stars, Matthew McFadden, <laughs> Ashley is leading. Oh the my charge. god! Oh, I'm going to take you guys in some new fucking places later today. Can't not wait. Anyway, that's my crush. It's you know, it's it's kind of basic. But I want to talk more about like his performance okay. in okay. that movie because it was good. I have a transition out of. I this. thought his performance was masterfully. Fun. Yes, <laughs> set me up. I it was fun. It was. I thought his performance exactly. Yes, exactly. I giggled at things he said the entire like. Anytime he was on screen, I giggled. Mm -hmm. He, oh man, what does he say? Shit. I should have written it down. There's one point where he just walks into a scene and this is, I know for a fact this was ad-libbing because like, I'm not like an actor all the time, but I haven't, I've been on a set Mm -hmm. and I can tell when like something is scripted and when somebody's kind of going, going off a little bit. And when he walks into this one scene, they're like, there's like a a, a fire and it's like a, a crack in the case. There's a been a fire and all these records are destroyed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just gets out of his car and he says something to the effect of like, why am I Like he just like <laughs> yells this like weird non sequitur like, well, you know, rotel sauce. I don't know what it is. He just screams something totally stupid. Obviously, I'm not remembering this well. And I, like, just giggled long. in like, people were, like, there were plot points happening. And I was, like, (laughs) There were kind of plot points There were kind of loose plot points happening. So what I was going to say is this episode's all about hiatus hotties. So we did this last season. You know, we're not together during these these hiatus. Not too often, (laughs) yeah. We saw each other at the Hanukkah party. I was going to say you came to my Hanukkah party. We, Ashley and I worked together actually all last year. I meant to put a, I went to wear my t-shirt that you gave me today. I completely forgot. Jamie got me this wonderful present where it was the Simpsons non-threatening hotties. Non-threatening boys hotline. Um, I bought myself one. Also forgot it. We'll wear it. We'll both wear them next time. Yeah. Okay. Ashley and I worked together last year. We did work together. On uh, a YouTube show based on the show Love After Lockup. For WeTV. For WeTV. I got a, a holiday 
candy tower from WeTV as an official. They sent the candy towers to our office. I did not personally get a candy tower. I had to share the candy with my coworkers. I got a whole one by myself. I know. I got super fucking jealous. I know. <laughs> I texted you about it. I, Ash- I was mad. Ashley worked so much harder than I did on this. I like showed up like hungover in makeup and I got my own candy tower. Um <laughs> Such a showbiz bitch. It's you, behind the scenes. That's you, the, now you know. That's behind the scenes look at how YouTube. it all works. And it was totally my YouTube channel and show that I conceived and did by myself. Um, anyway, but in that time when we weren't working and just having latkes, we were crushing. Oh, my God. Were we? Oh, my God. Just damp. Just sliding all over town. <laughs> and I will go with one from Knives Out, mm-hmm. crush, like my real crush, is Anna de Armas, who played the main character. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Could she be prettier? Could she be cuter? She cries pretty. She looked good in mom jeans. Did she ever, she right? She was just a cutie cutie. I already thought she was cutie cutie when she was in Blade Runner. She went, she's like the sexy cyborg girlfriend that he has in Blade Runner. She's the Blade. She's Blade. Okay. (laughs) She's Blade. She replaced Wesley Snipes as Blade. (laughs) (laughs) She's Cuban. Okay. Just cute as can be. Little cleft chin. I just. Oh, does she? uh, Yeah. You want to know a new fact? Hmm. Going to be in the new Bond girl with (gasps) Daniel Craig. Good for her. So I guess, you know, their onset chemistry was probably just like off the charts, right? I like to think that they were, I think she might have been cast as a Bond girl. Is she 24? How old is she? Let's be honest. Oh, she's 14. Knives Out was filmed in a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear my actual first thought? It was written in a week. Do you want to hear how, what a piece of shit I am? So (laughs) Knives Out, starting the film. I'm in the theater. Yeah. The, the lights dim. The, the screen comes on. So the first thing you see is the house. Yeah. The, my first thought is <laughs> nouveau riche. I was yeah. like so. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> was, these people. <laughs> well, but they touch on it in the movie. Mm-hmm. They're trying to act like it's like this old money, and then they're but like, this not. house was purchased you in bought '82. This house <laughs> from a real estate agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they touch on it. I thought it was funny. But anyway, she's cute as can be, mm-hmm. very beautiful. She was a hiatus hottie for me, really just the whole time. Like she showed up and I was like, what a beauty. She's completely new to me. And always, so she's got just like, did she get a new manager or something? I don't she's know. like in James Bond now. She's like, yeah. So here's a funny thing. So my boyfriend went to Cuba on like a weird trip with his family. I say weird. I just mean like it was it was an odd scenario in which they went there. Pretty cool. Won't go into that because you can't just like go to Cuba right now. You could and then you couldn't. They gave it to you yeah. and then they took it away. So this trip was planned before you couldn't go anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so went on this thing. When I said that she was Cuban, because he, of course, was like, she's pretty. <laughs> I was like, no shit. She's like the prettiest girl I've ever seen. He was like, I wonder if she has to send all of her money back to her family. Like, is she oh. a Cuban national? Because, like, if you're a Cuban national, I think you have to, like, send... So she's Cuban-Cuban? She's not, like, Cuban-American? I, she's not, like, born well, in Miami? Well, so the reason... I didn't even think about it. And then he said that. And then she was on the red carpet, on the E-Red carpet at the Golden Globes. <laughs> she was on the E-Red carpet. <laughs> talking from, to... From Havana to the E-Red carpet. What a journey. <laughs> talking to the specter that is Juliana Depandi Nay. Or, no, <laughs> Juliana. And she was like, I called my parents in Havana to yeah. tell them... So she was born in Havana. But it, but her family still lives there, so she's still sending her money back to Havana? I don't know. She's infinitely now more interesting to me. Is she involved in some sort of 
You know that she didn't get that much for Knives Out. Number one, you know that she got like fucking ten thousand dollars in bagels for for Knives Out. So, like Anna, you can keep the clothes. Anna, can you bring your own wardrobe? So you're poor. Maybe wear your own jeans. Their cars like bad in the movie. They're like, can you get one of the old jalopies from Havana? Oh my god. Um, Yeah. So she's cute. And you got to see her throw up a lot, which is always which I love. Nothing sexier than a girl puking. puking. Yeah, so that's like one of my first hiatus hotties. That's great. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I had another hiatus hottie. Ew. Have you ever heard of an actor by the name of Guy Pierce? <laughs> Have I? Well, let me tell you. I just watched some Guy Pierce shit over the break at various <laughs> points. Uh, <laughs> and you liked I it. I saw some of the new Christmas Carol that I believe it was in FX. It was very bad. It was not good. I would not recommend it to you or your loved ones or you <laughs> listening at home or in your car. I'm going to tell you what, though. I bet there is some fanfic about a Daddy Scrooge. Daddy Scrooge was in it throughout. Like, Guy Pierce was a sexy Scrooge. I don't know what to tell you. Guy Pierce is a sexy evil robot. Guy Pierce <sighs> is a sexy drag queen. Guy Pierce is a sexy whatever. Like, I've had a crush on Guy Pierce exudes sexuality mm-hmm. in whatever he's doing and again he literally can be like I'm the librarian and you're like he fucks absolutely like he fucks one thing I've always loved about him is he's so thin that his nasolabial folds are literally like just the deep they're so deep his face looks has like, like dick skin <laughs> but like in the best way I mean, Avi. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know it's what I great. Mean? <laughs> so obviously, I, you know what I mean. I definitely think my first like inkling that I was a Guy Pierce appreciator was was L.A. Confidential, which mm-hmm. we've talked about. A movie now that like I'm not gonna go back and watch that. Like fuck that. Yeah. But he is the slimiest, sleaziest, idiotic bad character you're not supposed to be attracted to and I was like in seventh grade and I was like oh boy is it because of like his glasses and yeah because okay. he has glass because he had glasses yeah and he was like a little mean and I was like oh okay. here we go <laughs> oh my that's God. my that's my type and then memento he had like stick and poke tats yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> and bleach blonde hair like, I yeah. just also recently watched the King's Speech like again like that's a movie I've seen like a couple of that's times that's what Ashley would do I've seen the, the I've seen King's Speech like fucking five times it is super embarrassing but yeah he's he's good at a dickhead yes you know like he's excellent in Priscilla Queen of the Desert like that movie's Obvi. like perfect yeah, yeah 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 that's actually is that that's, on your list of movies that is that are a good, good movie that is an actual yeah. good movie there's only 40 yes. and that's one of them he's incredible in that mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what broke him. That's how you got to know who he was. Here's my favorite Guy Pierce thing. I just took this one, your crush over. No, no, no. You know who he's married to, right? I don't. Carice Van Houten. <gasps> Do you know who that is? She's obviously Melisandre. the Red Queen <laughs> from the Red Witch from he Game of Thrones. He is married to Big Titty Red Witch. <laughs> So you know his dick skin on that face knows oh my what God. to do. For like, sure. You know she's not going to be with somebody that doesn't know what's up. Mm-mm. Yeah. I like his looks and I like yes. his acting and I like... The, He's so... I just like the gist of him. I bet if I ran into him, I would be appalled at how much larger I am than him. And I'm not a large woman. I'm like 5'5". Five, five. I'm just, I'm just seems, curious to Google now his uh, he height. He seems Excuse slight. Me. But he's sinewy, I would yeah. say. He's 5'10". Wow. That's taller than I thought. That's way taller than I thought. Yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. Uh, 
You know who's really <laughs> tall? Who? You know who's really tall is the actor named Lee Pace. Oh my who god. Who is six foot five. He's so tall. That's almost grossly. He's tall. six <laughs> five. Me and my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Ashley and me both have boyfriends. We we watched the show Halt and Catch Fire, which Lee Pace is in, and like anytime there was anytime there was almost like kind of a moving mm-hmm. Lee Pace scene, Dave would just go, "He's got the biggest fucking head I've ever seen," <laughs> which is true. He's got like the most ginormous noggin. It takes up the entire screen. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. I'm just picturing like Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. Like he's literally just a head with it's- like some toes on it and big, and big eyebrows he's like all eyebrows and just like noggin i think lee pace is handsome lee pace is handsome he's handsome but if we're talking halt and catch fire hotties and i believe we are now i think we are jamie i got two words for you who scoot mcnary oh Mm, mm. Scoot, 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 scoot. I'm about to scoot my McNary him. all up over the... Obviously, everyone Damn. listening knows exactly who Scoot McNary is. Um, <laughs> a Scoot McNary, okay, actually, I'm going to tell... You need to go, like, I'm talk gonna, about him. I'm going to tell a really quick anecdote that I don't know if I've revealed to the audience that I am a powerful psychic. I don't know if I've told you guys that. So one day, I'm not even joking. I texted Ashley. It was so crazy. But one day, I was sitting at my computer working, and all of a sudden, a name popped in my head. I promise you this, and it was Scoot McNary. I maybe had seen it at some point. I did, was not watching any programs with him in them. Mm-hmm. That is not someone who is in my purview. No. I then Googled him, and I was like, fuck, that dude is so hot. Wow. Went, as I do with anything, to text Ashley and be like, oh, my God, have you ever seen this guy? He's so hot. As I went to pull up my text, I went open, had Twitter was open as well. In that moment, Ashley tweeted about Scoot McNary and with pictures of him, and I literally fell out, flipped out. This happened simultaneously. We both had... And it wasn't like I'm misremembering. I was genuinely freaked out. Cupid's arrow struck both of us with Scoot right in the heart. Oh, my God. I cannot encourage you all enough to just look up this man. Get on it. First of all, Halt and Catch Fire is a very good show. It's like the first two seasons are... The first first season is okay. The second season is better. The last two seasons will knock you off. Off, off your feet. I mean, it is everything that you ever want. It's better than a television show. It's the human condition. It's better than a it television is. show. It is. It is so much better than a TV. Oh, my God. The le- last season of Halt and Catch Fire is better than every movie that's won an Oscar in the past 10 years. Wow. I'm not kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. So the thing that's so serendipitous about all of our crushes, Scoot is so hot. Mm-hmm. Scoot is from Austin, Do I believe. Want, oh, let me say something about Tell Scoot me more. Too. This is Tell me in more. Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. So this is this character. So Halt and Catch Fire starts in the 80s and ends. It starts. It runs from like yeah. 83 to 94. Season one is 1983 and he has a beard. Mm. So it's like an 80s beard and he's a tech nerd. He's a computer mm-hmm. nerd in the show and he's logging on to like his computer chat room in like 1988 and his username is... Is sexy beard. Ugh. And then he gets a mustache at one point. He is the hottest Must- 80s dad. If you guys ever wanted to fuck your dad in the 80s, you need to watch <laughs> Halt and Catch Fire. <laughs> he needs to like gain 40 pounds and listen to more Fog Hat. He reminds me of Calvin's dad from like the Calvin and Hobbes mm, comic strips. Yeah. So, like that overall type. The thing about Scoot and Guy. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that. 
thing about them, both look ace in glasses. Mm-hmm. Also, the jaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sinewy, just just square jaw, but it's not a square jaw like a the like tight, a comic book. Yeah, it's not like the incel obsessed. Like, oh, we have to get square jaws so girls will fuck us. Like, it's not that. It's no. like. It's gentler than that. Like, Scoot McNary looks like he has experimented with needle drugs, and I like it. I Googled him before we started recording. <laughs> he is on Twitter, but he here's, like, two great things. Like, number one, he hasn't tweeted since, like, 2016. Mm. And number two, like, all of the things he tweeted were just, like, nature pics. I what? love that. I think that's stupid. <laughs> I think that's cool because, to me, he's just, you know, he's like, fuck the noise. Oh, my you God. You know what I mean? I feel famous. like me You're on fucking TV. Scoot, he was in a Tarantino movie right oh he was uh, the western one? once upon a time yeah. in the hollywood <laughs> the one with the manson family he played an actor in oh. that he's in like one scene where he plays an actor who's playing like oh, a cowboy yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah 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 i remember now he's and t- he's the best fucking and he's so he's fucking good. good you're right he's so he's really good at acting and he's really good at being hot so the thing that's so funny is i didn't know you were going to talk about scoot mm-hmm. i also wrote scoot mcnary down and Guess who else I wrote down for different reasons? Who? Mackenzie Davis, who's also <gasps> yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote her down, though, as a hiatus hottie because I did not see this movie and don't care. But she was also in Blade Runner 2049. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she played the prostitute version of Anna de Armas. So I'm like, even though that movie did not come out like <laughs> during the summer, for some reason I like just thought about it some, and I was like, I want to fuck literally everyone in the movie. You know who else is hot on Halt and, Halt and Catch Fire? Now we're just talking about yeah. the cast. It's Toby fucking Huss. Oh, Toby Huss. Oh my Boom God. Hauer. Boom, um, listen. Yes. No, Toby Huss is hot. You know what? Let I me would just literally even... fuck anyone that's ever been on King of the Hill. Kathy is... and Jimmy, get in my panties. Jamie, you need to watch Halt and Catch Fire, and you need to experience, as I'm going to cry, as a Texan, I want you to experience what Toby Huss does in Ugh. this show. He is perfect. Okay. He's perfect. Okay. He is the good old boy stereotype, and he turns it right on his head. I'm. It's incredible. I'm looking right now at a picture of Toby Huss, and mm-hmm. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. He's... All of these fellows are kind of dick skinny looking. Like, yeah. Everyone, oh, Toby yeah. Huss looks like a straight cartoon hot version of Jackie Earl Haley <laughs> in this photo. <laughs> like, yeah. if they were like, Jackie, get Dude, a give ho- us a sexy Jackie Earl <laughs> Haley. And it's like, his name is Toby Huss. We got him on the line. Yeah. And he's like, oh my. Um, yeah, Scoot. Damn. Just every so anyway, Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, she's she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. She has the most beautiful face. Her face is so perfect. Um, she's also in the Black Mirror episode San Junipero, which is like the only good one. The on- literally the only good episode of that terrible show because <laughs> it's not like spooky cell phones are evil. It's like just a cool thing. It's like a so she's beautiful and. She's given off some like powerful, sexy Linda Hamilton vibe. She's mm, in the Terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I still haven't seen, and the movie failed miserably. And they won't make another one. But I love that it happened. All these people must have really good managers mm-hmm. and, and agents and whatnot. Like I'm like, so jealous of that girl's career, but I also don't look anything like this lithe, supple blonde. Also, there were lots of scenes girl. of her in *Halt and Catch Fire* where I got real jealous of like her elegant hands. You know what I, I mean? It's like her fingers Ashley, are Ashley, like. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Not since Nicole Kidman has there been an actress <laughs> with more beautiful hands. Her hands are stunning. 
Her hands are stunning. Girl. Can, let's just, can we just call her up and just be like, take Mackenzie, a pic? Mackenzie, do, a, do you do a paraffin you wax? You know how on, you know how horny men are like, a sexy actress named plus feet? Yes. Where women are like, sexy actress named plus hands. Plus delicate hands. Plus lovely. Give the woman Look, a piano. I just want to see her play. Ashley, I was literally about to say that. I, I was like, I bet she's good. I bet she's good. They had her typing on the keyboard a lot in that show. Oh, so you I bet see they a did. lot of, she's like, mm. I'm programming how to live. Like. Yeah, yeah, all that shit, <laughs> babe. So I mean, we we really rolled into that one. I have a lot. I have a lot. So if we're talking about computers and hacking, mm-hmm. Rami Malek. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. How's he doing? You know, he won an Oscar. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I did. I never saw that movie, and I never will. It looks so bad. I cannot watch it. I, I couldn't even watch the trailer for it. If you Good ever are tempted, just, like, watch the Live Aid perform. You know yes. what I mean? It's like... or I can, Yeah, exactly. Or I can just watch incredible video footage of the actual Freddie Mercury, exactly. who is literally a perfect watch human. any Queen music video. Right. Like, like. I don't want to watch Bobo, <laughs> Rami Malek, Queen. And, and also, there was a whole controversy where they brushed over, like... And being basically <laughs> gay. gay, kind of a major component of that story. Anyway, our name is Queen. It means nothing. <laughs> like we think she's pretty cool. <laughs> we love her, but she's on our money, <laughs> and we like money. I'll say. Um, anyway, so Rami Malik. I wrote lost me for a minute. I wrote I don't even remember when I wrote this. Like this is all this probably is all drunk. On your phone, yeah. It's on my phone. But then Mr. Robot came back. This last season of Mr. Robot, I have many friends who could give a shit about it. This last season of Mr. Robot, on fucking point. On fucking point. And bigger, though, than my crush on Rami is my crush on B.D. Wong, the actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor in Mr. Robot that plays White Rose, B.D. Wong. Law and Order. Law and Jurassic Order. Park. Jurassic Park. Uh, B.D. Yeah, Wong yeah. is, I think, underappreciated Agreed. in our world. Mm-hmm. His portrayal of White Rose in Mr. Robot is incredible because anyone else with a lesser actor, that would easily be crazy trans. It could be like transphobic. It could be because it's a villain that is struggling with gender identity and at first i was sort of like why do we have not an actual transgender person because of the way that the the show is done he has to like go back and forth from the two worlds a lot it makes a lot of sense when you watch it because at first i was sort of like are we not handling this well but his performance is incredible because it's a villain that isn't really a villain it's like both the worst most dynamic scariest jafar level (laughs) kind of bad baddie Mixed with like nuanced, he'll do a monologue, and you're like, "Well, maybe I," which may, is always maybe, fun. Yeah. Oh, it's super fun, yeah. but it's not chewing the scenery villainry. It's like very nuanced villainry. Yeah, it's yeah. nuanced villainry. Any, and like I said, a lesser actor would not deliver those lines in a way that he is able to do them. You watch a scene, and you're just like. Maybe I want to join his Chinese hacking cult. There's so many. There's so many actors and people where it's like, hey, I'll just, I'll just low key do like 200 fucking episodes of Law and Order. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? It's oh, just, yeah. I just work all the time and I'm good at and my he job. Seems nice. I think that's the thing. I think mm. B.D. Wong seems like a nice guy, which is why he's good at the ambiguous villain because yes. you're like, I totally would trust yes. this man with whatever. Yes. It's like you are in charge of the computer systems yes. at my dinosaur park, you know, Duh. like or what the fuck ever. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's he's mm-hmm. a, he's incredible as an actor. Oh, also Rami Fucks in this season. Pretty cool. 
Good for him. Yeah. It's like, Good oh, for finally. Him. Did he fuck a robot? No, he fucks like a really pretty woman. Good for him. And, and her. But it's cool. <laughs> but it's cool. You know. Why wouldn't you? You know what You know what I wrote down? What? I wrote down that AOC is a flat hair legend. Ooh. I have really, really flat hair. I mm. have really thin, flat hair. It just kind of falls on my head. Mm-hmm. It's not thick. It's not lustrous. It is what it is. Yeah. Life is life. I'll be damned if I don't see myself represented in the halls yes. of power on AOC's head. Yes. She knows how to wear her flat hair all of the ways. All the ways. Down. Down. In a ponytail. Yep. In a loose, low bun. In, in a low bun. Yep, yep. yep. She does clippy bun really well because mm-hmm. she has the flat hair. Yeah. I can't do clippy bun. I have thicker hair. She, I Google, and Not she does everything bun. right. Yeah. And everything cool. she does is good and right. And because I literally, Googled, I was like, the only other way to wear your hair when you're like this is in a braid. That's mm-hmm. it. And so I Googled like, you know, AOC Alexander braid. AOC braid. And there's a picture. And then she's like, this braid is a representation of my heritage and stuff. You know what I mean? Ugh. And she, and it was like a whole thing of like, this, there's, oh, it's just like everything she does was like perfect. Also, like, I ideologically agree with her on many, many points. Also, she is just a stone cold capital F. Her hair. I'm going to be watching the space being the top <laughs> of her head because like I literally like I can't fucking do anything with my hair. I can't, and neither can she. And to me, that's inspiring in a lot of ways. Like, I'm getting sworn into, you know, Congress. And she's like, well, time to put my hair in a ponytail because that's how I dress it up because that's the only fucking thing I can do. She has the same hair as me, and I'm just so proud of her for not listening to the thick hair haters out there who want to tell, you know, I'm sure every, oh, my God, you know she's got staff. They're like, just get extensions. Just do it. Just Just do do a perm. She won't. And she she won't. And I know that she's doing it for me and other women like me. They're like, Alexandra, do a perm. Do crimped bangs. She said never. I've always been a big fan of her teeth. Because they're her real teeth. They're her they're real ass teeth, but Mm -hmm. they're really nice. Here's the thing I like about her teeth. They're like my teeth. They are. Because she has two front teeth that are a little bucky, and then she has the second teeth are like a little smaller and then she's got like little vampire teeth and I'm like, oh, teeth twins. Except they're in a head that is nicer than mine. <laughs> smarter, more ambitious. It's like, yeah, like, like a- smarter, prettier, thinner, uh, like more, more powerful, powerful, interesting, uh, you know, deadly as the case may be. And, and she's doing all these things with flat hair and buck mm-hmm. teeth and God bless her. God, that makes me feel good. Bless her. And uh, hey, you know what? She can do better than I can. Red lips. Oh my god! Ugh. She took them teeth, and she's like, "Guess what, bitch? I'm gonna put red lipstick on these I teeth." And I'm it. like, "I don't know how to do that." I really am. It's like even her. It's like she barely even like mixes up her part. It's like she's oh my god, so her part, basic. Like her, I love her, it. Her part is honestly kind of a mess. It's because you. T- oh my god, she's. I, I just she, know what she's dealing with. I yeah. bet she has a widow's peak. Let me see your hairline. Not really, but it starts kind of no, far back. No, but you know like, what? She ha- I, There's a stray baby hair. I got that. I got mm. a cow lick up at, up at the top. I feel you. Oh, it's just wonderful, and it just makes me feel so good to see oh. such flat hair in Congress. I love flat hair, and I love them love them teeth. <laughs> Speaking of hair, you want to know who else who I was crushing on? Who? Megan Rapinoe. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Soccer, hair. I don't have a ton to say about about her other than she pissed a lot of people that I hate off, which I loved. I love a winner. Everybody Mm. loves a winner. I love someone who just has a bold die job. 
Like she she just had a bold die job mm-hmm. and just like swag for days and days. Like faux hawk. Yeah, but not even faux hawk. It was just like that whole team was like attractive and like winning. And I don't care about sports, but I was like, yeah, I'll care about these sports. This is great. So I have a stupid question that you may or may not know the answer to. Is there a Women's World Cup every four years like there's a men's every four years? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> or is there a Women's World Cup like every year? I think there's I have no yeah, idea. I have no yeah. idea. And honestly, I don't care. I just wrote the power, the sass, the haircut, the <laughs> jawline. You've mentioned jawlines like twice today. Good. couple times. Guy. Yeah. Megan. Honestly, AOC has a stellar jaw. She does. I'm loving all of it. You go, actually. Oh, you know, I I, I could have gone back into a jaw. I, I didn't have much of a list. Uh, I'll be honest. I was going to say something briefly about uh, marbled paper. I just like, <laughs> I like the process. As Speaking like, of jawlines. Like the craft of marbling. I find it really interesting. If you guys yeah. go on YouTube, there's like different kinds, like Japanese style, mm. and, like uses a different kind of ink or whatever. But there's this cool video from like the 70s of mm. like, it's like, we marble paper in the traditional way. And I can just watch that shit for fucking hours. I, is it the same thing where it's like they put it in a tub and they put different paint mm-hmm. and they just dip? That's shit. exactly Oh, it. I love watching the marble guitars. Have you ever watched that? I've never seen that, but they you can marble anything. anything. Yes, and uh, I love it. A friend of mine, Rachel, who is an artist, who is much smarter than me, at pretty much across the board. She's the AOC of <laughs> Nashville in my life. We used to send each other marbling videos of people just marbling yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's so I fucking now know cool. Wh- yes. It's so fun and just satisfying to watch and you these people do these beautiful little <sighs> paisley patterns. Yes. And so, oh, it's just so cool. Marbling like, nails. Do you like to watch? I've never seen that. But you can get, I was at like an art craft, I was at like the art store Mm -hmm. down by Third Man the other day. And you can get like, it's like 20 bucks to get the inks at least. Like, but then it's like, no, I got to get a tub. And I don't know, like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to marble some stuff in 2020. Yeah, one of my 2020 goals is to marble (laughs) something, I guess. Let's marble a bag of hotties and auction (gasps) it off at our rally for Scoot McNary. Our Scoot scoot rally. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, goal is just to get him to show up and, like, be nice to me. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like Scoot McNary, he's from Austin, so I feel like he would know the next person I'm going to talk about, Mm -hmm. who's Uh, Edie Patterson. Yes. Um, Very funny. Edie Patterson's super funny. She was in Knives Out. Actually, it took me a second to realize she was in it. I think she was underutilized in that film. The thing that, and she's also in Righteous Mm -hmm. Gemstones. Everyone's loving that. It's super funny. The place where she made it onto my list is that she portrays Frankly, to me, the only funny character in the Between Two Ferns movie on Netflix. I do like that character. I love, I mean, I think Zach Galifianakis is funny, like whatever. The movie, it's hard to do a long form movie of like a sketch, basically. I don't know if you've ever. Ask the Roxbury guys. Oh my gosh, I was just about to say that. Like, uh, (laughs) ask just Rob Schneider how that goes, typically. And she is on screen for all of like 11 minutes. Okay. And she just plays a character who I like to think she just made up and just showed up one day. I have no idea how this all went down, but it's so bizarre. I don't even want to explain it. I didn't see this. I've never, I don't honestly like this. Ferns. I don't want the whole movie. Yeah. She's in like the kind Just of get her eleven minutes. Yes, she's kind of in the beginning, and she owns the studio where he produces the show, and she's like really mean, and her name is Cheryl Clarts, <laughs> and it's Cheryl, that alone. That's good. Yeah. Cheryl Clarts, and um, she's really, really, really like. 
I just kept rewinding and watching her. She talks like this, and she has a real crazy accent. And it's just, it's not a real accent that anyone would use. And then when I learned she was from Texas, I was like, she is mocking people that I actually know that are just like, yeah, okay. I'm down my it's like, I could tell that she was like for real Southern because yes. my context for her is like all these Danny McBride shows yeah, yeah, yeah. that are on HBO. Yeah, totally. yeah. So, but it's like, yeah. Yes. She's a crush just because I wish I was her, basically, she plays, or my like, friend. She really fucked up people. Yes. Like, sh- all of her characters are like... The- darkest fucking shit you've ever so seen good. in your life it's yeah so and then and she's fucking hilarious she's, she's fucking got, hilarious she's very like normal on twitter and like very gracious and it's just like this really sweet kind of thing and i think she's in like an improv like yeah i was gonna say you said she's actor. an uh, yeah. austin-based theater yeah. kind of person okay. yeah, yeah yeah like she's totally like <gasps> are a, she a, a similar age even i wonder if they I came bet, up together i bet they did I wonder Let's if they're out. the same 80? age. 80. You're listening, 80. I know. 80 and Scoot. <laughs> Are you friends? Sitting in a tree. <laughs> Being friends and talking to me. That's it. That's good. That's all I had. Um, Marbling paper. So I'm going to talk maybe at length, maybe very briefly, about a TV show that I just finished up. Okay. It was on Amazon Prime. All right. It's called Life of a Mistress. Dude. But that's but that's not a very good title for it. Okay. It's, that's an English translation of its Russian title, <laughs> which is actually manumission slash free papers. I've I'm fucking learning Russian now based oh, on this show. So right. if you know anything about me, you probably know this. I like period and costume dramas. Interesting. Uh this is one of them, and it's one of the best ones I've ever fucking seen. Ashley, why is it good? Every aspect of it is good. <laughs> All everyone is pretty. The villains are so villainous. Mm. There's always something happening that is like you don't really expect. Like, where is it going to go now? And there's it's 18 episodes long. They're about an hour long each. Yeah. It's 100 percent in Russian, except for when it's in German. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like fucking nuts. They're like, how much more evil can we there's make this show? The, the heroine, her name is Polina. I call her Polina Pureheart. She is the most good yeah. person who has ever lived. It is. Mm-hmm. 1830s Russia. Mm. Let me tell you, things are not going good for Polina. <laughs> she was raised to be like the mistress of a manor. So that's what life of a mistress mm. is meant to be. It's gotcha. not mistress like you're having an affair with a married man. Yeah, it's yeah, you're yeah. like mistress yeah. and master. Yeah. Uh-oh. Turns out my bitch is a serf, <gasps> a.k.a. a slave. You're a no. slave. There is still hardcore slavery happening in Russia in the 1830s. Also probably like right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I think it was abolished around the same time as here in really? the 1860s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Making a face. But if you like romance, if you like betrayal, if I you do. like action, if you like villains who are like, I am sending you to the coal pits. Yeah. And then it's like, Paulina has to be saved from the coal pits. And then it's like four episodes later, it'll be like, do you remember when you were in the coal pit? And then we like <laughs> reminisce to the coal pits. Like, yeah. Random. Well, I say random is like an overused word, but it, what this show does is it like holds moments for like a really, really, really long time where it's like, here's some peasant girls singing a song and they're going to sing this entire <laughs> fucking song. And it's like, you're probably gonna cry by the time it's over because like oh my god it's it's like the best kind of propaganda too it's like the best kind of propaganda (laughs) it's not against other countries and it's not even like Russia is the best they're like serfdom is bad but it's like you know what it's like it's good to respect the priest or whatever you know what I mean I don't know it just it's got everything no one will ever watch it no one will watch it I am fully aware of this 
There's a girl called Tatiana. She's a surf. She runs away to the big city with her husband, Boris, who immediately starts doing crime to get money to pay for Tatiana because she's like embarrassed to be a surf in the big city. She, oh, also everyone is always killing themselves or threatening to kill themselves. I mean, I'm interested in this. The guy that her husband hires to teach her how to read and Ooh, write. is he hot? He is a Ken doll. It is absurd. Yes. And he's a piece of shit. It's like... I'm interested. And, and there are people who you think are villains, but it's like everyone has their own agenda and you can only go well, so far within your own agenda. You know, it's like, oh, this other woman, she's my rival. It's like, yeah, but she ha- it's fucking 1830. She's got to get married too or she's going to be on the street. It's like... Well, so I was telling you before we started, like I took a post-Soviet Russian course just like as an elective in college. It was like the best fucking class I ever took of my whole life. Like mm-hmm. when I think back to college, I remember like three classes probably that I took. The post-Soviet Russian one was was taught by this woman that was in like her 80s and she was an American woman who had been a Russian spy. And so... (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. An American spy in in Russia? Russia? Okay. And her name was Lou and she was American, obviously, and she was my professor and she loved Russia. Mm -hmm. Like she was like, obviously like working for the Americans. Like she hated like the things happening in the, you know... Cold War yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. kind of shit. But she was like so in love with the culture and like all the shit. And I learned so much about it. And this show that you've just described, mm-hmm. like everyone in Russia knows what it's like to not trust a fucking soul ever. You, uh, they, ever. you have to. There is so much bribery. Yes. There is so much bribery. It's, it's just, like, hey, I've lost my friend in the city. Where do I find her? Oh, I can tell you where to find her for the right price. Right. Like, it's like, okay, fuck, here we go. And like, so, yeah. I've never been there. I hate to like paint with a broad brush, but like took this class. This woman like lived there and had an affinity for it. And literally her whole thing was just, that's just how everybody is. Everybody is kind of shady as fuck all the time, but like good natured. It's like, <laughs> they're just, they're just yeah. trying to live their, live their lives. I am not exaggerating when I say the hero, Polina, God bless. She is, she is like a female Jesus Christ within the context. She is so good. They're all like, you know this what is I mean? fake. She's so good until she like realizes the things that she's done bad at, you know? And there are people where you think they're a villain. It's like, Oh, this old fucking nun. She's gonna be a bitch. And then she's like, but then she's like, maybe not. She's like, she's you know, she's like, when you are, she's like, you're running away. And she's like, but when you walk away, you can see your path more clearly. And it's Ooh. like, what? There's like all this like fucking folk wisdom they're dropping on you like I constantly. Love folk There's like titties midway through. Love titties. Peasant girls get full bush titties out <laughs> and they start beating one another with like birch sticks. It is like, and they sing and it's like, and now we're just singing and like, I mean, you know, this sounds thing? like a great show. It's so good. It is called Life of a Mistress slash Manumission slash Free Papers slash the Russian title is Volnaya Gramatoa. I started trying to fucking learn Russian to research this, You'll like the it. production company. It's like, I'm pretty sure it was funded in large part by the government. Like I said, if you like costume dramas, if you're like, I like the BBC Pride and Prejudice, I like this, you will like this. If you like costume drama, if you like romance, Russia, if you like romance, if it's you like more Bush. English. Honestly, it's like, it's kind of more like an English show I mm-hmm. think that uh, like because I watch any costume drama from any fucking country about any subject and most of them are trash so that this was good was happy to me so I have a couple other people on my list and the segue from this that I I'm just gonna have to pick because mm-hmm. I have too many the thing that I want to talk about is that I hate what you hate uh-huh. which is 
the marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. It's so bad. It's one of the worst shows ever. I'm going to go ahead and say, sorry to the four people listening to this that I know. I don't like Amy Sherman Palladino shit. I don't. I never liked Gilmore Girls. Really, I really hate. I just couldn't to say get that. into she Gilmore get into Girls. It. I couldn't yeah, I get into it. it. I've never seen it hate enough is to even like have an opinion. Hate is strong, but nobody talks like that. It really took me out of it. I'm very into either. It's so broadly written that like no one talks like that kind of thing, where mm-hmm. it's like cartoonish. Or I want dialogue to be, like, believable. Yeah. Gilmore Girls is, is, like, neither. It's, like, no one talks like that. No one's like... <laughs> it's very scripted. It's so scripted. It's very scripted. And it's so quick. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and then Marvelous Mrs. Meisel, Maisel is the exact same thing. Also, fucking what's her name? Family Guy. Like, she's a, she is a noted piece of shit. And everyone's like, oh, man, she got up there and really gave it to him. She didn't have a brine. And it's like... <laughs> and she's, like, she says the N-word. Like, she's a bad person. I have... Like a hundred, my my boyfriend, like he likes it. He enjoys the show, and he, I, I know what up. It's like I can only suspend my disbelief for so long and for so far. What fucking got my goat more than probably anything I've ever seen on television was Mrs. Meisel goes to the Apollo and right. the fucking 1962 Apollo theater crowd who's there to see like one of the most popular singers right. in America who everyone loves it's the you know it's fuck Nat King Cole right. or whatever and it's like and they love all your gay jokes. I don't fucking buy it. I don't fucking buy right. it. Isn't Midge delightful is the subtext of everything. It and it's fun? like, eat my fucking dick. Absolutely. They would have bum rushed that bitch yes. off the fucking stage. How dare you open your mouth about Shy Baldwin? Who the fuck are you? Right. Who is this bitch? I just, I just can't, I can't, but I mean, there was like standing ovation. It was like, it was like everyone loved it. No, they Get didn't. Get fucking real. I, it's still 1962. Right. You literally just established in a scene five minutes ago that he has a large church crowd right, audience. You right. literally just established that religious people are a fan of him. And you know how religious people in 1962 are, they just like love a gay joke <laughs> and they love to be like the man I have a crush on. He sure is gay. Like that's totally a fucking thing that happens absolute balls out nonsense bullshit yeah well and just to go back to Alex Borstein being racist um, oh, like, like her like her character well, or like, like, like I the don't, Miss I don't one even, shit yeah. Remember, oh, like, basically, oh like, yeah yeah she was on like mad that's basically, right basically she like that's built right. her entire career making fun of Asian people in this way and making it like palatable she a gambler like do you not have enough family guy money like right. do you even need this fucking job why do you job? need this job also lastly I just fucking hate it and I think it's not funny it's like I feel like Aretha Franklin when she's like talking shit about Taylor Swift and it's like beautiful gowns <laughs> beautiful yes. gowns yeah the it costumes looks good are great like you know what these I... cars sure all seem period appropriate to me I could see that and watch Mad Men I a could show see that, that. Bad. there's like oh let me here's my grandma's photo album <laughs> would you look at that here's like, a, the internet anyway so I hate is it is anyone on my so fuckable no no, because they're on it. Am I supposed to hate the ex-husband? I can't remember because it's like I don't. I don't know. Is there still a baby? Does she still have children? I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know. I I have wa- watched five minutes of this and I, I was like, know. this is stupid. I, just, I, I watched everybody. too much of it. Okay, let's uh, let's do bag. Oh, bag time! All right. I hope there's like is lots there time? of time. I hope there's uh, Russians in there. I hope there's a yeah. I hope that Lev Parnas, <laughs> number one. Is he? Is he? Yeah, whatever. Okay, so number one, pulling it out. You ready? Yeah. First hottie of season three from the bag, from you, the readers. (laughs) 
Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan? I mean, fuck yeah, I fuck Jackie Chan. No. <laughs> no. Ja- the first thing I thought of is when I was I'm sure in, he's terrible. I'm I, sure he's done something. How, he's, he's, has he been involved in something? I mean, the whole point? reason he was, like, allowed to have a career or whatever is because he is just, like, you know, he just, like, dick sucks the Chinese government or whatever. He's just, like, totally down for it. And I don't know. I'm not down for that. <laughs> Uh, I have I don't have the juice on Jackie Chan. I feel like I just got really mad at Alex Borstein for being uh, <laughs> racist to get Asi- against Asian people. One time I was in Los Angeles and I was at a restaurant in you know Chinatown or whatever, and then there was a sign. It was like part of what's the fucking Jackie Chan Chris Tucker movie? Oh yeah, um, Fast and the space. Furious. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like part of that was that that was literally the first thing I thought of when you said Jackie Chan. I was like, one time I stood next to a restaurant where he filmed. <laughs> that is my opinion. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion. He's fine. I feel like we did this one before. Have we talked about Spinderella in the past? As in Salt Pepper and <gasps> Spinderella? I mean, no, but I mean, yeah, she's cool. I she was am awesome. I am on record as being a fan of spiders. <laughs> So obviously, Spinderella is just going to go ahead and jump up a few places yeah. in my like yeah. bag ranking of people just because she also yeah. honors and respects the spider, yes. a powerful creature. Yeah, Spinderella, badass. Like in that time period, just she knew how to spin those records and like scratch them and do all the beats. She did and all she's stuff. like, I know how to drop. Yeah, let like, me just the, Google like, her. There, real quick. there probably were not a ton of other. Like peers that she had, I would imagine. Birth name Deirdre Roper. Ooh, born in either seventy or seventy one. I like a little okay, mystery. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That's some right, Catherine Zeta. Right, right. You know what? Catherine's, Eleven out of ten. Spinderella. Yeah, Spinderella okay. rules. Yeah. <laughs> When you lie about your age, you immediately jump up in my and book. And like in arrows where it's like there's fucking receipts. It's like, no, here's your 1973 high school yearbook or whatever. Like the Wikipedia it. editors are like, okay, this one, this one stays. This one stands. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ugh. Oh. Well. <laughs> That's fascinating. <laughs> 2018 Johnny Depp from oh. Elizabeth Jones. A, oh, a dear yeah. So I know Elizabeth Jones. I cannot no. imagine Elizabeth Jones likes 2018 Johnny I just, Depp. There's absolutely no way. I mean, 2018 Johnny Depp is, if I could get in a time machine and still think that Johnny Depp was hot, that'd be cool, but fuck it. He's a fucking trash can. Real he's talk. He's the worst. He's real a, talk. He's an abuser. Maybe. It's, he's an abuser at worst. At best, he's a fucking pussy liar. Like he's just never owning up to any anything and like constantly throwing other people under the bus. He's had all these legal troubles. I say this all the fucking time and he's a primo example of it. It's like, oh, I haven't heard no for 25 fucking years. Yes. Everyone around me is an enabler. Everyone around me is buying me bottles of wine and liquor. You know, it's just I'm you're an alcoholic. You are an alcoholic and you have the mental life of when did he get famous? 22, 23 years old. You know, he was so fucking young. And well, you don't have that face anymore, baby. No, you know. And uh, he's in like the Hollywood Vampires band. Like it's pathetic. It's, it's the exact same it's kind. Gross. It's he is so clearly enthralled with the worst aspects of masculinity. Oh, for it's sure. like he is the Sean Penn of like fucking. There, well, you know. It's I, just like I ugh. think the thing with him that really fucking set me off. Full disclosure: big uh, anti-domestic abuse advocate. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of it. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan of it. And he just follows every notable pattern of that. So mm-hmm. 
there was just too much evidence that was, to me, irrefutable, where he was trying to say, like, do I think Amber Heard is like a bastion of... of she's no pulling a pure heart, but she doesn't not, fucking matter. That doesn't matter. Exactly. And I think that that's, that's exactly, that's the biggest thing to me is like, I could give a shit. She could be gutter rat trash. I still think he abused her. And I still think that they had an abusive relationship. And I still think there's a power dynamic that... Even if he hadn't hit yeah. her, there's a power dynamic of intimidation and things that he just very clearly did that are very obvious and you can't dispute it. And, and it I just can't speaks to the whole power dynamic of Hollywood him. that's horrible yeah. too. It's like why is there why is there even a 2018 Johnny Depp? Right. right. Why is there a 2018 why is Johnny he still Depp? Around? There are literally millions yeah. of people. Who can do Johnny Depp's job. There are a lot of them are in Los Angeles right now. There's some of them in fucking Russia who are even hotter. Like, seriously, (laughs) it's like, it's, oh, no, only, only 400 people in the world can be famous actors. Get fucking real. Get fucking real. (laughs) Vladimir Depp. Vladimir Depp. Oh, God. Man, it was good. Here's the deal. On the record, if it weren't clear, fuck Johnny Depp. (laughs) Current day I'm Johnny not going to say that I didn't like him in the 90s when no, I was like a kid. You we know, all thought but he was cute. Donald Glover uh, from the bag. I mean, babe. Yeah. He's a babe. He's a babe. I I believe I talked at one point about his like producer and like his writing partner, yes. Ludwig Gorenson, who shares <laughs> uh, his September 1st, 1984 birthday with me. Uh, so mm-hmm. while I like Donald, I feel like the stars are Ludwig. pushing me toward yeah. Ludwig a little. Um, yeah. I think my biggest thing about Donald, not a huge fan of his TV stuff. It's fine. It's, uh, I haven't watched Atlanta. I guess to have yeah, it. I haven't good. seen it. It's so. good. I mean, like it's it's all good. I really, I'm gonna be your contrarian. I really like Solo, a Star Wars story. I thought he was a fun oh, Lando. I didn't see that. I thought it was fun. I actually think it was one of the most enjoyable of the new Star Wars I ones. I feel like Rogue he's one a and little that... bit of a dummy, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it took me a while to get on the Childish Gambino wagon, mainly because people that really liked it really annoyed the shit out of me. It would be like people at work that I was like, fuck off, like, whatever. Like, oh, I've also been on oh, the internet. Li- oh, the only rapper you like is the guy on Community? Okay, <laughs> cool. All right. And hey, then- hey, I like Nelly. Right, yeah, you do. And then I and then I gave it a shot, and I was like, okay, he's he's very smart. This is good. Uh, Win Butler. I'm just pulling names out of the back. He's the singer oh, from, yeah, Arcade from Arcade Fire. Fire. Eh, he yeah. sweated on me. Yeah, I got his sweat on me at the Bonnaroo concert one year. I saw him at the Ryman uh, many years ago. He's fine. I like the one that tall, goes. Tall I like guy. the one that goes. Lies, lies. That's a good song. I also like the one that's like the cars. They don't go. Yeah, there's, there's some Arcade Fire songs Can that are I good. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And it's, it's like yeah. that's you know good for him. He's yeah. Canadian. Yeah, that's a thing. He's very tall. He yeah, he's another one of those like six foot five. He and Lee Pei should fight. He oh my god, I would fucking watch that. I would go to a, a pugilism standoff. I think Lee Pace <laughs> would kick his ass. I do too. I think Lee Pace would absolutely kick one. But how tall? Hang on, this hold is, on. Just look it up. I'm gonna pull one more out, yeah. and then we're gonna wrap it up. Win Butler height six foot four, so oh, Pace got an inch yeah. on him. Lee but hang on, Win Butler is 39. Who's got the age? <laughs> I bet Lee Pace is younger. Lee Pace is 40. Okay, so Lee Pace is a year older and an inch taller. Fuck, this may be a draw. This is like, <laughs> the, I think it's gonna come down to who fights dirty, and I think Win Butler. I think Win Butler will dirty. fight dirtier. He'll, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're like French Canadian, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way they. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> last one. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett. 
Oh, I mean, perfect. She's perfect. The thing about Kate Blanchett is it's somewhat of a meme that it's like, now you're a lesbian. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you've seen Kate Blanchett and now you're gay. And it's like, yeah, I think so, yes. I saw a documentary (laughs) called Carol, you know, (laughs) where it's about a straight woman who meets Kate Blanchett and is gay for her. Like a Walgreens (laughs) in the 50s. She was shop girl. (laughs) Shop girl meets housewife. Kate Blanchett's face is perfect her body is perfect Mm -hmm. her clothes are perfect Mm -hmm. her accent is perfect her choices are perfect yes she is in the movie carol which is pretty good Um, she's like she's like okay she'll also do like broad ass like she was i loved that she was in was she in thor ragnarok she was in the thor movie yeah 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 she's the villain with the horns good in that too yeah and she's good in all the things and she's like i'm a fairy or an elf or whatever (laughs) an elf and a fairy are the same thing kate blanchett in elf is my (laughs) favorite lesbian character kate blanchett and scoot mcnary in elf 2 this time they're russian honestly Mm, sign me up Kate I'm wet at hotminute.com H-O-T-T minute this has been it put more names in the bag 240 Tad Hot we love you all you're all so much hotter than Jackie Chan thanks hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on <laughs> Lee Pace's middle name is Grinner <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>